0: Welcome to Crone Life Joy Reboot podcast, revolutionizing how cisgender, trans women, and AFAB non binary individuals over 40 experience midlife, menopause, and aging. I'm your host, Pia Antico, a Crone Life Joy Reboot mentor, founder of Essential Awakening Mentoring, the number one international best selling author, and public speaker who, at 50, is a late-in-life queer, neurospicy, three deaths before 30, two abusive marriages, and major head-injury life-rebuilder. Well, hello, my Crone Life listeners. Welcome to another Crone Life Joy Chat. Today, my fabulous guest is Jane Nicola Douglas. She is a soul folk artist from the UK, as well as a podcast producer of the Jane Nicola Sound Vibe show, founded in May 2022. She is currently based in Shanghai, China, and previously lived in the UK, China, Singapore and Hong Kong. Jane Nicola's sixth independently released album, Rail Track, in 2018, was produced by Craig. Graham Holdaway in the UK and recorded uh, at Sky Production Studios in Hong Kong. Jane initially began songwriting as a young child, performing at local events in the southwest of the UK. She recorded her first album, Stacey J. Douglas, in London in 1996. Later, Jane moved to Asia and she's continued to record her work in Singapore and Hong Kong. She undertook a popular music degree at Middlesex University, London, uh, followed by a master's degree in music therapy at Cambridge. Initially trained as a classical guitarist by Pat Benham, she later began to delve into the compositional and improvisational styles, as well as exploring songwriting. Jane specializes in early years music education and has taught in international music schools in Singapore, China, and Hong Kong. Wow, that is (laughs) absolutely fabulous. Thank you, Jane, for joining us today. Well, music in, in, in Singapore, how is that going? And China and Hong Kong, that is just so fabulous. Would you tell us how this all happened?
1: Yeah, well, I was based in London for quite some time, and I just felt, this is boring. You know, I know what I'm going to be doing 10 years from now, I'm going to be in this job, in this house, doing this at this time. It was so predictable. And I was a little burnt out, I was working very long hours, often seven days a week. And I just felt, what would it be like to go abroad? And so, one day I got a book, and it was a travel book, and I said, whatever page it opens on, I'm going to that country, because I'd never done that before. And so I got the book, and it was a big thing, And it was China. <laughs> now, most people come to China for different reasons because other things didn't necessarily work out. But for me, it was a conscious decision. I started to learn Chinese on the phone. That was Skype at the time, I think. And I had a little book and I would study it. And then I got jobs over there. I didn't go straight into music straight away. I decided to be do English teaching just so that I would feel a bit more connected with others and there would still be some of my language too. But later on, of course, I veered off into music and I started teaching in a university and then I began to teach in international schools and having a background in music therapy it kind of realigned with it because it was IB curriculum which is very open and it's an evolving curriculum and then in my spare time I was performing and out with the locals you know jamming now when I was in China because I went to China first of course that was hard because you don't really speak much of the language I tried obviously with my uh, few lessons that I had but jamming you just use a few chords and whoa off you go so I was teaching music in the day and then gigging at night time and I did join a band it was a little bit difficult at times to work out where the gig was (laughs) because we couldn't communicate but I had a ball you know and it was just fantastic and it was life in the now and I didn't know you know am I going to be doing this job next year I don't know am I going to be living in this house next year but I was open to the role and the ride
0: oh my gosh that is just so exciting and wonderful and i'm, I'm through the screen soaking it in because that it, it is that kind of courage and i guess it it is courage to yes. allow yourself to open up in the present moment and i i feel that a lot of our our, our listeners women in midlife and and beyond who may well be sitting there now listening it from their own mm. space going life isn't what i want it to be and i want Mm. it to be something else and they don't know quite where to start yes would you be able to unpack that a little bit because where did that courage and ability to Mm. step forward and out of what you know into Mm. something new where did that Mm. arise from how did you come about well
1: It came from it came from quite a painful place and a, a, a looking in at where I was and it was like on the surface everything looked great you know I had the job I had my little van I, I was doing my gigs. But I was burnt out. And I knew that things weren't right. I was in a relationship that wasn't a good one. And that was a telltale sign. And I was had to look, I gave gave up that relationship, I had to look at myself and be honest. And it was like, well, am I going to do something about this? And I had to think about it. I went through a lot of discomfort, probably for about a year. It wasn't, it was, it was kind of a convenient zone, you know, everything was convenient, a comfort zone, but it wasn't enough and it wasn't my calling. And I felt, you know, what is it? So I guess a lot of time going in, looking around, and I remember um, I spoke to somebody and they said, oh, you know, I was thinking of doing this certificate. I think it was Teflon going abroad teaching. And I'd never heard of that. I thought, what? That sounds amazing. Maybe I could do that for a year because after university, people did gap years. But you know, it was a bit further on from that. I thought, that's fascinating. That will open me up. And I thought, what what does it look like on the other side of the world? Because I came from a family with three brothers and one sister. And so we didn't go abroad. We went camping and we always had a holiday once a year. But it wasn't going to be these luxurious holidays that maybe a lot of my friends were having because we just couldn't afford it. And I thought that would wake me up. And I'm prepared to try. And my my family, particularly my sister, was really surprised. You are what? You're going off to China? You're, you know, and I said, Yes, I'm doing it. But I knew inside. I'd kind of ticked all the boxes, I'd researched, I'd talked to people, and I did do TEFL, I did do Celta, and I did read a lot, and I, you know, went on the internet or I spoke to people about it. And but I only shared it with people who I knew would support my journey. You know, when there were some people that I told they were you know doing what you know so i just stayed away from that and i created my zone but i was so sure in my head and i just think it was worth taking the risk now building up to this i've done a lot of self healing um you know self care work, um, lots of reading books. The Artist's Way was a very, very good one by Julia Cameron where you're journaling. And being a songwriter, the way I songwrite is I meditate and then I kind of write. So it's all very much in tune with my voice and I feel on paper it probably did look ridiculous, you know, if I'm thinking back to it now. It was like, you wouldn't know, right, you're like, choo, choo. that's what I did. That's all I was interested in. But it felt right, and it sat right. And I think we have three brains. We have one in our head, which I often get stuck in, one in our heart, and one in our gut. Now, it was really going gut and probably heart, and then head last. You know, that's where I was going. Yeah, so that's, that, yeah. that's what I to say say you know because we don't get taught these things well some education does help but some of it doesn't and maybe just the subliminal messages around us with constantly tuning out of ourselves after a day of music teaching I've tuned out into everybody else's zone. well thank you very much I'm coming back to my zone now and I'm tuning into me yeah
0: that is exactly it that is fundamentally what I've also found through life uh getting to this point that honestly every mistake i've ever made okay nothing's technically a mistake everything's a learning yeah. opportunity however the tricky situations that i've found myself in life have definitely mm. been because of listening to the head chatter because nine mm. times out of ten that head chatter isn't your own head chatter anyway mm. it's it's the internalized messaging of everybody else mm-hmm. and fee-based it, yes. it, it's not yet we're told by this society that that's the guidance system we're meant to use mm. but it actually isn't no mm. share with us what is one of your favorite meditations that helps you to bring
1: right well what know, i do out of your head I have different ones depending on time. Yeah. But one of my favourite ones is I light four candles and I have north, east, south and west. And then I just have my own little guidance and I may put on some music. I may hold a stone of choice. And I, you know, I say to that stone, <laughs> I, I would like to work with you. Can we work for you know the higher good and because i love stones i grew up in the countryside i got a thing for them and i'll just sit and other times if i have got all the chatter going on <clears throat> and invariably that can happen um, at times depending on what uh, stage of the month it is <laughs> um i might put on some headphones and i will just listen to a grounding meditation or a chakra meditation and I find that that helps a lot as well and also walking meditation now it's harder in the city but the parks here can be really really beautiful and they do take care in the park so I have a favorite park and I'll go there and I will just tune out and I will stand by a tree or I will stand by the little river and I will just go into my own slow zone tune tuning back in yeah
0: I can visualise it now. Yeah. Hence, hence the wonderful Tai Chi and other, yes, other lovely movement. Just yeah, meditative movements.
1: Yes, love
0: it. To to quiet yoga. Okay, (laughs) let's all leave now. Off we go. (laughs) Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Off we go to the park now. (laughs) I want to. I want to wind back for a moment and ask about about you 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 mentioned initial impetus being in a difficult relationship and I know a lot of us Mm. women have been through one or two or maybe even in in one Mm. now what worked for you to to make the penny drop to help you get out
1: I think because of the way it was making me feel and that's not representative of who I am it's representative of what I can be But it's not who i choose to be and it was difficult you know because i did love the person but it just wasn't conducive we weren't on the same page it wasn't healthy and it was painful and really i had to look at myself and i think it was a mirror of some of the parts of myself that perhaps i was neglecting and that i wasn't working on and it was really seeing jane what do you want i was 35 at the time i'm 50 now and It's like, I don't want this. This isn't who I am. There's so much more. This is a universe where I'm here to live. You know, when I think of my ancestors, I'm Jamaican origin, but I grew up in the UK. But my ancestors, it does actually go back to quite a painful past. And it does, of course, link back to slavery and perhaps to West Africa. You know, what would they say to me? Would they say this is okay? No, they wouldn't. Because I'm not, (laughs) so it's really sort of delving back into that. And I think, um, you know, relationships, I have to thank the guy that I dated now, because at the time I wasn't, you know, but now I'm thankful for that experience because it made me take a look in, reframe, reflect, know that I still have a choice, even if it's not all that I want at that time. I'm going to take another choice, make a new decision.
0: Hmm. Yeah, love that. Yes, and it's it it takes it takes courage, but to do yeah. that, but as, as as you've pointed out, we're here for uh, a limited time. Yes, you know. So what are you doing with it? And in fact, we don't even know how long we're really here for. So you know, it's true. It's enjoy true. It. And it's up to us to to create the life that we want, you know, yes, actually want to talk ask you questions now about music, yes. creativity yes and and how that has been particularly significant navigating the midlife and beyond journey and what mm. our audience out there uh maybe can take away from that and implement in their own life
1: mm. Do you mean what music has meant to me or how I utilize it? Yeah, all of that, all of that. Yeah, gosh, Uh, to unpack that one, that's interesting. Well, I know. (laughs) um, I think it's probably important to mention that Covid, um, you know, obviously the pandemic has been very, very difficult in China in Shanghai. Um, I only recently moved back to Shanghai in the last six months. I was in Ningbo before, so I wasn't locked down for 40 or 45 days like a lot of my friends were. Um, And being locked down, I mean, they literally couldn't go out of their flats. That's, that's, That's what it was like. So um, I was locked down for four days, but we had to do daily testing and all those things and you couldn't even travel to the next town. Um, so it was very, very tense. And with that, because what I'd done is, when I songwrite or I create, I'd fl- go off somewhere to the next city. Oh, I'm going to write. Just beckon to this hotel. Right, I just write. I walk around. There's all these new influences, and I'm totally in my zone. You know, uh, Julia Cameron would call this the artist way. So all that stopped, and uh, there's a restriction upon restriction. So what I did is I thought, I'm not having these conversations or that interaction or that stimulus that I would normally have. So I created a podcast show where I spoke to artists, and I started to look inside at what they did. I did do some songwriting, but it was kind of a little bit more condensed. It wasn't with the same freedom, because I'm picking up from the universe. So when I did rail track, I was going off with a guide all up around um, Ireland, you know, and meditating in a stone circle, and then rail track the song game. So that's where I was on because I'm taking in from what's around me so if I was taking in from what was around me it's more like oh we're all locked up we're all locked up and well, I didn't want to write that song yeah. some people <laughs> did write those songs so I got into my podcasting show and exploring people's processes and also I was still teaching music which was hard some of the time online um, but now we're open again and people are flying in and out and everywhere. So I'm starting up these processes again. Uh, gigs, of course, stop for a while, but I, I journal and then I write and I create. Um, I have a harp now. No, I don't necessarily train in it daily. I was for a while, but I just pick up different sounds around me. I've now got a little recorder and I've started walking around and collecting sounds um so it's really processes like that and I was also setting up jams which was really good out here particularly through Covid because you know you can quickly put it on and bam you're done you know if you're doing a regular concert you know that's probably going to get cancelled because of all the restrictions which were in place so um I would meet up with a bunch of creative people and that would give me energy and fire um I do find with children um I work with young children and I do teach them songs, but I also look at what they're doing, set instrumental corners up and see what they do, and then I improvise around it, and that's where my music therapy training comes from, where you're having that immediate interaction, and it's tiring at times. I found that after we came back from lockdown, a lot of the children weren't really singing and they were very quiet. And it's like, what's the problem? Of course, they've been, they were the COVID generation kids who probably, you know, for three years, because that was started since 2020, hadn't really had that full scope. So we've worked really hard at expressing ourselves and, coming out of ourselves, and as I'm working with them, of course, it's usually brilliant for me too, because in a sense, I've taken on some of that from the environment that I was in around me. I thought about whether I would leave, and at the time when it hit in 2020, my producer, Graham Holdaway, had actually passed away, which was deeply upsetting because he'd been such a deep influence. He'd had a very difficult life, but you'd never know it, and I didn't know it till later, but he had such an impact on people. And he'd been quite high up in the music industry. He'd recorded Bonnie Tyler and Damon Album from Blur, and then he was in the Houses of Parliament, but he just had this demeanour about him with everyone, which was so open and he was non-judgmental. And I think because I did have quite a few judgmental figures in my life at various times, I really appreciated him and whatever I wanted to do musically, because I'm not always looking for a perfect result. I'm going for the process and the experience and where does this take me? And when I look at back some of it, I think, oh yeah. And when I look at other parts, I think, oh my goodness. But that wasn't my intention to be, you know, what, uh, uh, I don't know. uh, Oh, who was it they they used to say, uh, the the R&B perfect polish performance, you know I was far away from that, that wasn't my world Um, which some people tried to push me in because I was black and you know there weren't many sort of musicians outside of that genre doing soul folk, so again I invented my own genre, you know I am a soul folk artist and that's where I sit.
0: love it and i've listened i've been tuning in and listening to your work and i feel like what have i been missing out on uh (laughs) all all this time and it is yeah it 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 may it ponders and makes me go again this no this notion of improvisation it being present listening to your inner guidance Uh, yes from a music therapy point of view yeah how can uh women our age and beyond um or 40s and beyond whatever Mm. 51 Mm. so i can't say i'm 40 anymore no (laughs) Um, i can't believe where the time's gone but anyway (laughs) um beside the point um but for for women out there who are going well yeah that's all fine and dandy you're musical and gifted and that's a special gift and all the rest of it Uh, um but i'm not kidding anymore how can they tap into Uh, Mm. a sense of creativity, whether it is music or something else, but tap into a creativity that we do actually all have, even if it's never been used. Yes.
1: I do believe that we have innate creativity and looking at children and how open they are uh, before, sadly, often a lot of it gets curved. Um, So I think we can go back to that. And I think now is a lovely time to do it. You can start very small. What is it that interests you? You know, if you're, if you're into music, go out and see a show or pick, get an instrument that perhaps you've always wanted and just explore it, try something out, go and hear a beautiful piece of music, talk to people, go online, contact me. Um, I've seen many people, my grandma, Again, has passed away was one of those, because she was couldn't have a a record player in her house because my dad, my, my grandpa at the time didn't really like music. So she did buy one later, and it fit. It was it yeah. Later on, she learned to taught herself to swim, and so she she really and it was it's very difficult after bereavement, but she picked herself up very very slowly. Um, I haven't got married and I haven't got kids um, you know my life is quite I do have two cats and they are Chinese cats and they come with me everywhere and they remind me to take risks they've been in three houses with me this year as I've moved <laughs> um, and you know you're sometimes I have days when I think oh what's the point why am I doing this I'm not going to do it again you know and 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 oh maybe I have a not very nice gig or something doesn't go right but I just pick myself up and try again and I think. It's being curious, just be open. And we don't have to be perfect in what we do, but to just try it out. Um, I find journaling, and journaling isn't for everyone, but I do journal. I I like to write it all out. Um, I've got a little bit out of habit with moving house recently, but that helps me because my, my voice goes, it's like, well, what if I do this? And I think again, Julia Cameron is very, very good. She was pointed out to me because she talks about the creative processes. She's got loads of books, and one of them is a six week one, which is quite intense. Well, if you don't want to do that, just pick up any of them. And she really speaks about Well, maybe go out in a different outfit one day or go to a coffee shop that you wouldn't normally go to. And just the other day, you know, I was very tired. I'd had a pretty difficult week and I did have a not great gig, but I thought, I'm going to walk around. I'm going to go down this way. And I walked down this road. It was a bit like Bath in in the UK and it was so beautiful. And there were sort of the flats above as you went down. And they look quite European, even though we're in China. And it was just all decked out with gardens and bistros and wine bars and I thought I've been here for so long and I've never seen this and I was quite emotional and it was like a gift being sent to me because I opened myself up again even though I'd had a difficult morning.
0: And I love that and I love that reminder that it doesn't have to be big like moving continents we've we've done. we've done that yeah. blow up your life i mean I, I, in, in fact i just probably advise that look do something small like go to a different cafe yes. before blowing up your life to, you know, yes i'm not going to sell everything and move continents which is great too yeah I mean, you know, in that but um it, it is an amazing reminder that in our yes. daily life you were so absolutely great. It's quite astounding how yeah we we use we we walk down the same streets we make wear the same clothes we eat the same food yes and and quite automatically don't pay attention to the fact that we can actually do things Mm. differently even something as simple as stepping out of your shower with your left foot if it's normally the right or right it's normally yes but something as simple as that but done Mm. mindfully is yes so profoundly powerful i love that thank you for remind- reminding me as well because i completely forgot yeah yeah that, that, yeah we don't do
1: that we don't we, we don't yeah yeah Not. and I also, when I, uh, towards the end of coming out of, obviously I've spoken a lot about restrictions here, but it was quite a restrictive for three years. But I started doing five rhythms dance. And that's about the way you move your body. Because I think a lot of the times, you know, we move our body because we have to, or we're moving our body Mm -hmm. to respond to something or react to something. Mm -hmm. But what about if we move our body from conscious choice and we enjoy it, we celebrate it. And I knew five rhythms and check it out on the internet guys because there's no yeah, yeah. five rhythms classes here but you have yeah. different types of rhythms and it's improvised music and the first one is like um you know I think you you move you flow and then you do a jerky mm-hmm. rhythm and then you do different ones yeah. and it sounds bizarre and you know there are sort of comedy videos of people going oh hi <laughs> I'm doing five rhythms you know but I did it I did it for about five days and yeah. I felt fantastic, you know, because everything wow. had sort of flowed and freed in my body. And I will be doing that again in my new place here. But again- well,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm adding a... <laughs> this to my
1: list of things that
0: I got to, to give a whirl this morning, today, when I- Yeah, it's yeah.
1: and it, it, it's amazing. Yeah. And, and, and it, it gets you into different aspects of your body. And I think it's one of the most threeing dances. So you never know, I may be checking more of it out too. <laughs>
0: I, it is and, and and for so many of us women and gender non-conforming individuals that, that, that we are told in this you know, patriarchal society uh, that, it, that, that that if we're not got the perfect looking body <clears throat> then uh, the only movement that's relevant to us is <clears throat> often punitive yes. and painful yes. Uh, yes and or you disassociate from your body completely Mm. um Mm. so you don't have to feel and that is just so profoundly wonderful and a great reminder that these vehicles we're walking through life with are actually meant to be a source of pleasure yes we're meant to feel like we enjoy being in them and often we don't because of yeah the ridiculous messaging we're told uh Mm. through our lives to Mm look a certain way and yes. yeah and that exercise yeah definitely is something that's uh harsh and painful and mm. well that whole saying mm. you know if it doesn't you know if it's painful Pain then is it's gain. working. Yeah that mm. thing and it's like oh shit that's not cool. Mm. Oh god mm. I, oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving that um inspiration and information. Thank you so much. Yeah
1: celebrate yourself yeah that's how i see it yeah
0: oh look yes we don't need to wait till we're 50 and beyond to figure this one out (laughs) sooner oh but yeah well i love that so much and i thank you for just giving some uh insight into how we can bring creativity into our lives even Mm -hmm. if we don't think that we've been maybe uh taught earlier in life to be creative yeah adventure clearly you're an adventurous person yes where does where has that come from for you and how um how can others fan that sense of adventure in themselves
1: yeah um well I do I think remembering um even though I may seem vibrant today I do go through my ups and downs and there are days when I'm like this and I don't want to go out and there are days when I have been through very very um difficult situations and still am challenged by some very difficult situations yeah. but um sorry I'm fearing off the point now <laughs> no, the you're not. no you're not I
0: mean, just that just the, uh, for those of us who oh, may feel isolated the vibrance in the, the sense of adventure
1: yeah I is think it, it comes you, well,
0: with it what where, where is this coming from
1: It comes from realizing I have a choice. The circumstances around me, I can't always change. Okay, I did choose to go to another country and that's got some benefits and some disadvantages, which I haven't spoken about, but I have a choice in how I choose to respond. There are some situations now that I cannot avoid, but I still have a choice with how I choose to respond it may, and I try to live from the point, well, what about, what if, how about, I try and bring those questions back, Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not a natural Uh, extrovert in actual fact I'm probably quite introvert you can put me on a stage but if I'm in a crowd in a party I might do it for a while and then I want to go home you know so that's that's like that's like you know not the best it can be a little difficult sometimes but I have a choice I think that's what it comes back to and I do think about my ancestors you know I don't know them but I imagine I know them when I'm meditating and I remember somebody saying to me Jane you're living your ancestors' dream. And I thought, no, I'm not, it's COVID. There's restrictions. But I'm still trying things differently. I'm still experimenting, doing my podcast show. So just holding on to those aspects. Be experimental. Curious. It can be very small, but just try it and you might enjoy it.
0: Oh, I love that. And and I've got to say, I'm just piping in there, I love your accent as well. So <laughs> Thank
1: I could just I look, you can just you can read to me whenever you want, really. <laughs> I put on my colours oh. today. I put on my colours because it's actually yes. five six no six thirty seven here and I thought, you know, I could get, get up with all my dark colours and I put on my colours of vibrancy. Which I love and, your, uh...
0: I do. I love them too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. So yeah, it's so, the, what... yeah, here here in Australia it's eight eight thirty seven in the morning. So
1: Wow Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's more civilized time. <laughs> I
0: did not put on my colors. I'm wearing black.
1: <laughs> but it suits you. It suits you we and knew. it's what you wanted to wear. But yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think just what I'm trying to say is that uh, just go, go with what feels right, I feel, yeah. you know.
0: And that, and yeah. that is the key. Yeah, yeah, in life. Oh, thank you so much for sharing with us. I do want to ask about your podcast because you've mentioned it, didn't it? and I'm yeah. very, very curious. So, who has been your favorite guest and what was their little bit of nugget that that they showed you about their process that you just went wow
1: gosh what a question I think well it's difficult to single one out because I've done 14 episodes and I did it because I was obviously in a situation where things were very tense and I first were well I've loved every single one of them for different reasons but Blues Walker was my first and he's a guy who moved from the U.S all the way out to Sweden, huge, tall black guy. And I was actually going sojourning around the Europe uh, quite a few years back and I wanted to go and jam. So I got my guitar and of course I was on my own and I went down into this cave in Sweden. It was a cave club, yeah. very small and it was packed. And the music was so fiery and I thought, I have to play with this band before I leave. I'm gonna play with this band and I did. And he gave me a huge hug and said, gosh, you're like a sister. Where are you from i said i live in shanghai he said hey i'm going out there next week for a residency and i said yeah. you're what yeah no, it's next month and he came out and i went and met up with him so there again is yeah. living in the now and he's been hugely important so a few years later when this situation happened i said i want to do a podcast because of course he'd and we spoke and he told me he played these songs and then he told me the stories behind them um which were really uh, a very difficult situation where he'd actually been beaten up on a train but when you hear the song you don't hear the pain you hear this can't take no train and it's just a beautiful song and it's so vibrant and i said i can't yeah. believe it's come from that amount of trauma and he said well you can't be too miserable all the time he said it was hugely traumatic but he wanted to yeah. do something with it and again he'd written music through covid check out blues walker he is actually signed to a record rules. label but yeah. he was just spoke so openly coming from these situations that this is what he chose to create. So, um, and I think every um, artist I've worked with these different conversations that comes out, come out in different ways as we look inside. So we play the music and we talk and we hear what's been going on. Yeah.
0: And there's a hell of a lot going on in the world
1: these days
0: too. Yeah, definitely. But the flip side of the difficulties that are going on is indeed uh, uh, pointing out that there are ways to come out of that. That uh, yes, that are beautiful for everyone, including yes, the individual who's going through it.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: I love that. I love that reminder because we yes. can get very caught up. We can. It's not hard to get caught up in in the trauma and reliving mm. that, whatever it mm. is that we've gone through and and staying in that space yes how would you say that we what is the key do you feel to being able to shift because there's nothing wrong with sitting and feeling your feelings and whatever mm. they are and, and and allow and being in a state of maybe um surrounded by one's grief or trauma of at a moment but getting out of it what has helped you shift in your life from being inside a difficult situation Mm. and reliving it to stepping out of it? What's helped you?
1: Well, I think that I have many different strategies. There may be selected people that I talk to. If I needed to, I would get professional help. Um, I don't believe that, um, you know, it's like if we have a, a cut or we break our leg, we would go to a doctor. So if you need to get help emotionally or spiritually, go to, you know, I might go to a Reiki healer or I would go and see a therapist. Also, journaling, as I say, works for me. Songwriting, doing something creative, exercise. And sometimes what I've often done is when I've been in certain situations, I thought something's not right. It's just not tallying up. I've gone away somewhere, I've gone very quiet, or even if it's in my my little flat, and I've just maybe ate very simply, I've turned off all external distractions, and I've just listened to me just for a while. And I I have a thing and it might seem extreme. Well, I'm going to know in the morning, I've written my question out, and I'm going to know in the morning what choice I'm going to make next. But I'll make sure that I calm myself right down, and all the external has gone. I've also had very good role models um, as friends who've been like family, Graham Holdaway, the producer, is somebody who has opened my heart in a way I could never imagine to have known somebody like that. So. You know if there's just one person it may not necessarily be in your family or it may not necessarily be in your friend circle or whether it's a role model that can help too. you know not a necessarily a celebrity role model because you never know what's going on underneath <laughs> sorry to say it <laughs> that, that's terrible but yeah but um yeah so i think all yeah. that can help and just trusting that 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 even if it's minuscule that there is something that can just be that little bit better and your res- your response will go stronger and um, i've gone down to go up many times and even this year yes. we were just talking you know i did move three yeah. times for various ridiculous reasons because and that is- was crazy but yeah I trusted through it and everything is 100 percent better now you know so that happened to me this year now that really was was quite a challenge yeah and
0: i I'm, I'm still shaking my head from that that guys this was the conversation we started with before we pressed record and and and, and reminded us that we should press record because yeah. it was nuggets but yeah I think I was thinking well after all that experience if you don't want to be a musician anymore you could maybe get into remove lists I I you know <laughs> Because you must have gotten things down pat, I'm wondering, did you? Have you got it nice sort of moving? Yeah, yeah. Are you able to pack and go really quick? Have you got like a
1: system? Well, I actually... I actually had some help. I could afford to have some help. So I had some packers because oh, cool. I was moving harps and guitars and things like that. But mm-hmm. I also do give a lot away. There's a giveaway group here. But yeah, I have yeah. got better at it. But moving the cats is the most traumatic <laughs> because of course they don't like new environments. So I have to plan ah. that. Right. Like, you're going to come with me in this box and we're going to go up, settle you in. And then... So that's the oh. most stressful part. It's not actually oh. the instruments, which sounds hilarious, <laughs> but they are like family. You know, they've got to be people and yeah. I've got to be peaceful for real I'd like them to be yeah <laughs> oh god how,
0: how gorgeous um, which actually then makes me also actually I I'm thinking because like you actually said you did some slip in there but you haven't got married you've not married and you you haven't had kids yes how did how did you manage to succeed against all of social pressure? <laughs> Because I know that there's a lot of us out there, you know, maybe for the younger one, younger women who are listening, who are maybe feeling like, oh, crap. But even for those of us who that may mm. have hit the mid-30s that, and, and are feeling the pressure, maybe from family, internalised pressure, mm. to complete that task that we're supposed to supposedly do. How did you get out of doing that? And and, and <laughs> well, it and, wasn't... <laughs>
1: But how did I get out of doing it? well that was it wasn't like it happened for me, you know, mean, yeah. other people in my yeah. life it seemed to happen. Like I went along to your, you know, met your new boyfriend and now he's your fiance yeah. and now he's your yeah. husband and now he's a father. You know, it just didn't yeah. happen like that for me. And I and I guess yeah. maybe I made different choices. There were a few people that I met, but there was no way I was going to marry them. And I thought about it at the time, but it just wasn't on that that wavelength. It just wasn't there. And the commitment wasn't there, perhaps even from the other side. So, you know, I I have huge respect for people in relationships and children. And obviously, I do a lot of work with children and a lot of work with families. And I really value families. I think they're very important. But I've lived an unusual life. I have a cat family at the moment, (laughs) I have to say which people say well that doesn't count Jane but you know I've learned a lot from these two little catties who were who were strays you know there's a whole yeah. thing there bonding and getting to know each other yeah but um <laughs> no but... they <laughs> can't when you've got to pay for the vet bill for crying out loud so,
0: that's know. true that's yeah. true
1: yeah yeah so um you know I I still value relationships and I have very deep deep um friendships around the world yes. and here so um Whatever your circumstance, value what it is or, or what it can bring you, and if it's not right, well, we do have a choice in what we can do about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. And and yeah. and, and indeed, not 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 saying that other no. path is 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 not to be had either, but it is. There is a, just an enormous amount of pressure on on. Mm. Uh, women and gender non-conforming individuals to follow a certain path yes. uh particularly if they identify as women um yes. and 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 what what that should look like if it's unfolding for them mm. and, and and speaking to a lot of younger women now uh he, hearing them going well look it's not really the path i want to go on um mm. but there's an mm. awful lot of pressure so that's where i that was inspired from yes how ha- ha- How how to say no to things. Yes. Rather than just blindly doing them because everyone else is doing them
1: yeah i think i think it's true there is pressure and i remember at one point where i thought oh no i might not be have to have children and then i thought well jane you relate to children still but in a different way and yeah. if the timing isn't right and it's the circumstances aren't there well i've just accepted that and sometimes that hasn't always been easy you know i look yeah. at my lovely friends sometimes with their children oh it's beautiful you know but it wasn't my pathway, or hasn't been. It might be in the mm. future; you never know. But it wasn't at the time, and hasn't been. And I've kind of had to accept that. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. I think that that was inspired. Yeah, talking to my my, my daughter who who's twenty six, and she's mm. like, "I don't want kids." And I said, "That's okay. Wow. That's perfectly fine. You don't have to." Yes. And 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 pondering that, and then yes. she's hearing from others who aren't as you know, but won't you be sad? Won't you, be, you know, all this stuff? And she and I going don't yes. listen
1: to it. Yes, yes,
0: you know. Okay, yeah. I want to ask before we wrap things up what it would be one last little bit of nugget of information for our wonderful women midlife and over out mm. there who, um, yeah, who want to tap into that sense of adventure, that sense of creativity, and 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 do things differently in their lives.
1: I would say it's okay to take risks, no matter how small or maybe a little bit bigger. You can begin, have a curious mind, be a little bit experimental, try something different. The next, right now you can just do one little thing. And it's, it's, it's lovely to embrace life in that way. I believe that we, ca- that we are meant to have joy in this world. I, I thought about it a lot. It's like, well, am I meant to suffer? Is it meant to be hard? Is it meant to be painful all the time? And I don't think it is. I still think that we can still um, find those nuggets, those moments in our our day. And I strive to do that even when I'm tired, even when I'm challenged at times to really make that the center that, you know, when I'm sitting in my rocking chair (laughs) one day, I want to see and remember that smile that I had on that day, you know, because I made a choice was something which was going to give me that inner smile
0: oh, I love that thank you so much for joining us today Jane and thank sharing you. your beautiful wisdom with those dulcet tones which we're just going to <laughs> I see a uh, I see a re... yes I think you need to be on audible yes this is what I'm feeling anyway <laughs> okay. um, thank you so much and crone listeners please enjoy this podcast and the future ones and the past ones and go in peace for the rest of this week and beyond okay take care bye. thank you
1: so much bye
0: bye, bye.